Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. The Biden administration is accepting 100,000 Ukrainian refugees fleeing Russia's invasion of their country. Thousands of these refugees are coming in through the U.S.-Mexico border, where immigration agents now fast-track their entry into the country. While many families get in quickly, not all do, and some are being separated from their children, as NPR's Adrian Florido reports. In Tijuana, Mexico, earlier this month, I met Irina Mereshko, who had just traveled to Ukraine to pick up her nephew, Ivan, and bring him to stay with her in Los Angeles until the war in Ukraine is over. His plan in the U.S., Ivan told me, was to study. I will study America, English, and and culture, American. I will study culture. Culture. Ivan is a floppy-haired 14-year-old. He said he'd left his heart in Ukraine. My heart... Where is uh, my uh, friends and uh, my and my family? I I miss him, them. <laughs> His father couldn't leave Ukraine because he is of fighting age. His mother stayed too to support Ukrainian troops. A patriot, her sister called her. It's the reason why she isn't here. Yeah, I I am proud of her. If <laughs> be honest. The day after I met them in Tijuana, Mereshko took her nephew to the U.S. border crossing, along with the stack of notarized documents that her sister gave her. At the border, Ivan asked immigration agents to let him enter the country on humanitarian grounds. The agents said they'd first have to detain him for a day or two while the documents were verified. His aunt hugged Ivan and said she'd be there when he got out. Ten days later, Ivan is still in detention. His aunt Irina has been desperate to find out where he is and to hear from him. She's back in Los Angeles with only a number for a government hotline. They couldn't uh, tell us where uh, he is right now. They said, just wait, just wait for calls from officer. Ivan's detention is not unusual. Border agents are required by law to detain children who arrive at the border alone or with someone other than a parent and turn them over to the Department of Health and Human Services. HHS houses them in detention centers for minors until the person trying to bring them into the U.S. has been vetted. Lately, that process has been taking about a month on average. Irina Mereshko is furious that border agents told her it would be only a day or two, and that after 10 days, her family still hadn't heard from Ivan. She knows he's worried about his parents still in a war zone. And uh, he doesn't know even, uh, are they alive? Government officials declined to speak about Ivan's case. A spokesman for the Department of Health and Human Services said only that children in their custody get good care while officials work to vet their sponsors and release them from custody. I think people don't understand that families are still being separated at the border. Casey Revkin is a co-director of Each Step Home, a nonprofit that helps families separated from children at the border find and reunite with them. They started this work several years ago when family separation at the border started dominating the news. They know that zero tolerance was a policy of the Trump administration that ended, but they don't know that kids are being separated from their grandmothers, their aunts, their uncles, and their siblings and taken into detention and that it takes weeks or months to reunite them. While Ukrainian refugees at the border are being fast-tracked into the country, the rules for children who arrive without their parents are the same for all children, regardless of where they're from, Repkin says. The detention is often made worse because it can take a long time for sponsors to get in touch with their child. 
Molly Sarasky learned all this the hard way. In late March, she traveled to the border with Lisa, a 17-year-old family friend from Ukraine. The girl has been detained ever since. Sarasky understands the need to vet sponsors, but said she's been urging other Ukrainians considering sending their children to the U.S. with relatives or friends to be prepared for a long separation. You know, for people who are just, you know, survivors of war, like, It's just creating further trauma for children and for families. Sarasky finally got a bit of good news today. After weeks of frantic phone calls, Lisa is getting out of detention tomorrow. Adrian Florido, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.